Welcome to the Classic Holdup Podcast, where we analyze media from the past. Each episode features a different host that brings a fresh take on a film, TV show, video game, or music album of their choice. What can we discover? Do old favorites have a shelf life? Will the classics hold up? Hello, and welcome to the Classic Hold Up Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Steinbeck. If you're interested in a fresh take on a TV show, a film, or even a video game, definitely subscribe to the Classic Hold Up. In today's episode, we will be discussing one of America's longest-running animated sitcoms, The Simpsons. The Simpsons started as a short cartoon called The Tracy Ullman Show, where the series featured two short episodes per week. The series, recreated by Matt Groening, has won multiple awards from the Primetime Creative Arts, Kids' Choice, and the NAACP. It is known for its well-developed characters such as Bart, Homer, Lisa, and of course, Sideshow Bob, for those who are wondering. When I was little, I used to watch The Simpsons. It was probably when I was about six or seven years old and my dad plots me in front of a TV and said, you wanna watch TV? And I said, sure, and I came across The Simpsons. Pretty by far hilarious, it's still hilarious, but it's also taught me life lessons about having siblings and exploring the many family dynamics we see in today's society. One of my favorite episodes is Bart versus Lisa versus the third grade, where they both have to focus on a big test, pretty much like the Scantron I took back in middle school, where it determines whether or not you go up or down a level of a grade. It was a pretty complex and really confusing system, if you ask me. Um, but they have to study for this test. And while Lisa works hard and gets promoted, and Principal Skinner basically gave her a novation for having the highest score, Bart was jealous and tried to embarrass her, but he ultimately got the embarrassment of going back to third grade. So really, ever since they gotten into third grade together, they have been at each other's throats. And it became at one point on a field trip that they actually got lost and Bart had to actually help her out. So I think that episode was pretty cool. And then also the episode where Lisa pretends to be cool because she wasn't really well liked in elementary school was also like, it was also a very good episode because it taught you about being yourself and not being, you know, fake or trying to change your personality to make others like you. You are who you are. And that's the message behind that episode. I also played two games that were based around The Simpsons. Hit and Run in the actual Simpsons game. They called it The Simpsons Game. Hit and Run was, of course, my favorite because it tells the adventures of these wasp cameras that start to appear all over Springfield. And things get pretty weird. As you continue to play the game, Bart gets abducted by aliens called Kangakotos, and they, it turns out to hatching a huge plot to invade Springfield. What was their reasoning? Foolish Earthlings, a show where foolish were you know, siblings they do, or citizens they do stupid stuff, pretty much. Both are pretty good games. Um, Currently, the show is in its 31st season, and it continues to be the longest-running show in history. Since then, it has had more than 100 celebrity guest appearances, featuring The Weeknd, Ed Sheeran, and even DJ Jazzy Jeff, who produced the hit-time single Summertime by Will Smith. But how has that changed since then? And how has the show predicted the future? And most importantly, does it still have a shelf life? Joining me on the air is Aaron Taylor, who is a senior at Michigan State studying media and information with a concentration in sound design. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Now, I know I've watched The Simpsons since I was little, and I can't tell you how relatable the show is to the middle class family. Tell me, have you watched The Simpsons? Um, 
yeah, I definitely have. I've been watching it since I was a little girl. Like I was, I think the fir- very first time I've watched The Simpsons was, um, I believe I was six. Oh, so was, around the same time as me. Yeah, I was really young, and I think it was just one day, like our fam- my family kind of just sat down and got together. We just started watching like animated like cartoons and stuff like adult i don't know why we watched it i was a six <laughs> i was six but we did. <laughs> so, yeah yeah well that's pretty cool now over the past few years like the simpsons have predicted the future and that's pretty shocking stuff like they predicted the smartwatches where one one episode had like like little small phones on their wrist and then lo and behold apple comes out with um other uh smartwatch just like it and uh, and then other companies they started to sue so you know started to follow behind you know them so how do you feel about the simpsons predicting the future Honestly, I find it really creepy because it's kind of just like, how did you know that this was going to happen? So, like, another example that they said that was, like, stated that I still find really creepy was the prediction of, like, an outbreak of a virus. I think, I forgot which, what was the virus called in the show. I think, was it Ebola? I think it was Ebola. I think it was. <laughs> Where, like, everybody had to wear face masks everywhere like in grocery stores and everybody was getting rowdy and stuff like that and it was just pure chaos pure chaos and lo and behold in 2020 everybody has to suddenly wear face masks and everybody's going out of control because of an outbreak of covid yeah so i found i'm i'm like finding it really creepy because it's just like I heard that like he there was like a time that he owned a time machine where he goes into the future. So. Oh, <laughs> I know it's not true. Ah, because you know, bending like the perception of time is obviously kind of it just sounds faulty, but like it's kind of just like it. The the Simpsons did not miss at all. Yeah, they really didn't. They didn't miss at all with their predictions. The Apple phone one. The prediction of Donald Trump getting into office and him being on an escalator smiling and waving at people they predicted that in the Simpsons too and lo and behold in real fucking life it did in real life he's on an escalator going down smiling and waving at people so that it's really creepy yeah, this definitely is creepy. Now, I talked a little bit about my favorite episodes of The Simpsons. Uh, Bart versus Lisa versus the third grade. And Lisa um, pretends to be cool just to be liked. So um, what's your favorite episode? Well, I wouldn't say it was the episode, but I, it was like the movie. I really, oh, yes, I really the movie. Lo- yeah, I really, lo- I really liked The Simpsons movie because like... It was. I don't know why. Like back then, I was a huge fan of The Simpsons. I'm not saying I'm not now. I do watch it for on occasion still, but I don't watch it as often as I used to as a kid. But I used to watch the movie over and over and over again, trying to understand it, and I just really liked it. My favorite part from the movie was when <laughs> it was when um, 
Bart was in the tree and he was like staring into the Flanders house. Oh yeah. That he they made like the hot cocoa and stuff. <gasps> oh yeah, and he said hot cocoa is for wusses. Yeah. Oh my god, that was the best scene. And then Flanders made him a, a cup anyway and left it on the windowsill. He went to go drink and he was like, Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite my favorite scene from that movie is when it was like at the very end when Homer was doing the nail and he was like, steady steady and then he put the goggles on but he kind of nailed himself to the like shingle of the roof and he started running around that was funny like i died out my seat laughing at that like the simpsons movie is by far amazing if you guys haven't seen it you guys should definitely check it out yes so um how do we think the simpsons have changed since 1989 um it, it definitely has changed, like, the art style. Like, you can tell that, like, if you watch, like, a really old episode of The Simpsons and then watch, like, a fairly new one, like, the art style is similar, but you can see, like, the, note, the noted differences, like, the their voices or, like, how Marge's hair looks, like, in modern times compared to how it was back then. Yeah. Or better yet, like, how Maggie her was it no it wasn't her pacifier like i think her bow was like a slight slightly different shade of blue back then yeah you can definitely tell a small little differences especially in the voices like the simpsons had to go through a lot of voice changes because either people you know passed away or um they just didn't want to do the show anymore but mostly most of the cast members voice you know voice actors they I, they did pass away so they had to bring in more people who sound just like them yeah it, it, that's it's kind of odd that they managed to find people that fast yes that's very odd for real along with like you know not just like the art style and the voices and stuff like that uh the content of the simpsons has changed too and i feel like it's because like you know things change as like time goes goes along Mm -hmm. so when things change of course tv shows are going to change as well yep so like i feel like the simpsons now it it's like I wouldn't say following a trend, but like it's, you know, is doing its very best to keep up with things while also keeping it in this own Simpsons, the Simpsons way. Yeah. To I make it remember. why, you know, to keep it the way why the Simpsons is funny as it is, if that makes sense. Uh, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So we're going to come back in a few minutes as we continue to discuss the Simpsons. Stay with us. My name is Jenny Chow. My name is John Hart. My name is Sophie Shirley. When I complete my degree, I want to work in the audio industry. I want to work in the movie industry. I want to work for National Geographic and travel the world. My name is Jenny Chow. My name is John Hart. My name is Sophie Shirley. And, and I am ComArtSci. Start your journey at comartsci.msu.edu.
Welcome back to the Classic Hold Up Podcast with my guest, Aaron Taylor. Today's topic is about The Simpsons, which has been running since 1989, but how exactly has it changed since it's been released and whether or not it has a shelf life in today's world. Before the break, we were discussing how The Simpsons have predicted the future and how exactly has it changed. We discussed a little bit about animation style and art style, as well as different voices that have changed throughout the years. So pretty good stuff, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And pretty good. So um, we're going to talk about um, The Simpsons as it competes with other animated sitcoms. So um, how do you think The Simpsons compete against Family Guy or American Dad or even The Cleveland Show? Uh, this, this one's actually a pretty good question. Um, I feel like th- when they compete against each other, like it's, it makes it interesting because people have like certain kind of like comedy. Like somebody can watch The Simpsons and like it and they can watch Family Guy and just don't like it at all because it's it's two totally different like, you know, kinds of humor. And it's like that with also American Dad and um, the Cleveland show as well. And even Bob's Burgers, too. Oh, I forgot that. about Bob's Burgers. Yeah. But, like, it's like a different kind of humor. With The Simpsons, it's like, it's a, all of it is adult content. But The Simpsons is more or less, like, it's like a little trimmed down a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not, like, too crazy or too raunchy. Whereas Family Guy, they just don't care. <laughs> yeah. So, I, can, I can relate. Family Guy just don't care about the content that they post, and it shows through their episodes. Yeah. And, like, of course, Family Guy, they, like, throw, like, hints and of, like, dirty-minded content and stuff. And it's pretty funny. But, you know, The Simpsons... It's funny in its own way, yeah. which is why I feel like it's more on the unique side of humor mm-hmm. because it's not it doesn't have to like use like always well there are times where they have used like you know dirty jokes and stuff but like they don't always have to use like dirty jokes and stuff in their content. So that's how I feel like it's competing. I don't know if I explained that well or not. Oh, you explained it perfectly. Very good. Very good. So um, I think The Simpsons does compete a little bit. Like, I I agree with what you say. Like, it's on more so on the trim down just a little. Uh, I feel like The Simpsons is more so like a show for like people who want adult content, but they don't want like the explicit stuff that comes with it. Like the dirty jokes, you know, the dark humor. Um, Sometimes there's offensive jokes in there. I feel like The Simpsons is more so of a... Is more so what it says, a family show, like a family comedy sitcom that's uh, related for families who want their kid. I feel like it's more so like a safe adult show for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it does have some suggestive content in there, some suggestive dialogue. And sometimes they do use like, you know, profane language here and there. But more so on the safe is more so on the safe side for kids. Now, if you're talking about Family Guy or American Dad or the Cleveland Show or the Cleveland Show, you're talking about full on adult content, especially if it's uncensored. Like right now, episodes are censored for, um, you know, for TV purposes, you know, for the FCC. But if you go to Netflix or if you go to Hulu, you have the un- you have the full uncensored version of each episode. And most times it would not be suitable for kids, especially the uncensored ones. Like those those kids need to stay away from those. So really, I think it's kind of hand to hand. I feel like The Simpsons has a little more, you know, legacy under their belt because they did release back in 1989. And I think the Family Guy released about 10 years later, you know, after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when the other sitcoms started to come 
around, you know, come around and come and go. Yeah. So um, my favorite um well, not Simpsons, but I also love Bob's Burgers. It, I think Bob's Burgers is, uh, I think it's more so on the adult side, but, you know, more so on the kid side, too. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say, like, Bob's Burgers is on the kid side, because it's, it's yeah. honestly, it's, it's nearly just as bad as Family Guy, but it still has, like, its moments where it's, like, trimmed down to where it's, Bob, I feel like Bob's Burgers is, like, more suitable for, like, people uh, that's age, like, 16 to like 20 uh 24 yeah 16 to 24 because it's not, it's like it's still got like that teenage feel to it where you know certain things is funny like farts and stuff like that yeah but those like, are always funny <laughs> yeah and you know it's still suitable to like teens but also it's still like that adult content that's needed yeah well not needed but you know that's right. favored Mm, that's a better word. Yeah. Um, so we're getting uh, close to the end here. Uh, we just want to see, like, what do you see next for The Simpsons going into the future? Well, I don't honestly, I feel like if The Simpsons is able to predict the future as accurate as they were, as they've been doing, um, I feel like they're not retiring anytime soon because, you know, the Simpsons, they're always going to, like, either predict the future or follow, like, certain trends and stuff that's, you know, currently going on. Like, an example of what I mean by this, um, there was, like, a recent episode with The Weeknd that he was, like, featured as, like, one of the characters in there. And he was, like, um, he was, like, a kid that was, like, a brand, um model mm-hmm. he was like a a brand um what's the word jeez a brand ambassador yep a brand ambassador ah. he was he was like a kid that was a brand ambassador for like a skating company i think it was supreme but he didn't know how to skate and bart basically got free like <laughs> free merch and stuff from them by helping the weekend's character learn how to skate oh so, yes <laughs> So I, I, I don't think The Simpsons is going anywhere anytime soon as long as like new trends and content and brands come out. The Simpsons is yep. always going to be around. Oh, yes. Like, I feel like The Simpsons is probably going to be around until we, we're probably old and have gray hair and stuff. Yeah. I feel like it'll be around for that long. Uh, I already got gray hair to begin with. So <laughs> <laughs> so do I in the back of my scalp. <laughs> But um, there's rumors going around that the Simpsons would be around so probably 2100. That's kind. Of, that's kind of scary because if they can predict a pandemic, a COVID, like God knows what else they can predict in the next few years. Yeah, I mean, if they're talking about it being here till 2100, I don't know. That'll be let's see. It started back in. That'll be 120 years underneath their belt. Yeah, like the longest cartoon ever running. Yep, and. The a good question about that will in like the next what was that eighty years from now mm-hmm. will they even be the same? I don't know. Like there's been speculation like they want to like because there there have been a lot of episodes on The Simpsons where they would portray you know them as older and they never stuck by it. Like I don't know why they don't ever age because age their characters. But then again, it's what keeps the show alive. I think. And that that's kind of how like cartoons are in general. Yeah. Because Maggie, she's been a baby since um, the show came out. Yeah. So. And Bart and Lisa have been in the fourth and third grades, respectively. Well, Lisa was Lisa's still in second 
grade. Right. Bart they, is still in fourth. They've been in the same grade ever since The Simpsons came out. So I, I, do, I do know about like the episodes where they do like show them in the future and stuff like that. Where mm-hmm. like I think it was um, Maggie. She was like this like superstar and she was like talking and stuff. And I found that weird. Yeah, because she never talks. All she does is suck her pacifier. All right. I mean, she's a baby. Yeah, but you can't blame her. She's a baby. I mean, there will be times you will hear Maggie cry from time to time. Yeah. No, I found I found those to be cute, but it's just like, oh, so she do she do have a voice. She does have a voice, and it's so beautiful. And they just they just stick a fucking pacifier in her shit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're coming up on our final question now. The final question that everybody wants to know is, does this show still have shelf life? Which means that does it still line up with today's society and culture? Um, honestly. Yes, I feel like it does still have like some shelf life because, you know, every, you know, I kind of explained it in my last point where it's just like as long as there's like trends and stuff coming out. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, I have there's not like one person that said like they completely hate The Simpsons and that it should just go out of style. I've never heard anybody say that. Like, I've heard people say, you know, I like The Simpsons, but it's more or less not me. Or, yeah, I really love The Simpsons. I heard, like, stuff like that. But, like, I still feel like it still has, like, shelf life because one of the predictions of, like, the future stuff and also, like, with everything that's going on in the world currently, Mm -hmm. as long as, like, things happen in the world, The Simpsons will still be around to take what's going on in the world and make fun of it Hmm, pretty much so there you have it folks the simpsons will still have a shelf life as long as there are new trends and as long as society continues to change there will always be an episode of the simpsons like let's be real here so the simpsons does have a shelf life after all in today's uh in today's classic hold up so um that'll do it for this episode of the classic hold up but we'll be back next time i'm julian steinbeck and i'd like to thank my guest aaron taylor for joining me today well thank you for having me this was this was actually really fun to talk about definitely was we look forward to doing another fresh take again if you guys are new to the classic hold up you definitely should check out past episodes to get an idea of the show and if you would like a fresh take definitely subscribe this has been the classic hold up podcast thanks for listening find the classic hold up on spotify apple podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts Follow us at Audio Video Land for updates, teasers, and behind-the-scenes content of all Audio Video Land productions. The Classic Holdup is an Audio Video Land production by digital storytelling students of Michigan State University in collaboration with Impact 89FM.